Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Gossip Chronicles with Jen. And we are back with the one and only Drewski. Hey, Drew. Hi, guys. I missed how- you. Yes, I was just going to say, how have you been? You were a little on hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Um, Miami took me out. I needed I t- time to um, recoup. A uh, bitch warned. I warned you that, <laughs> yes, so I am so happy I seen all of your um, videos and your shenanigans, so we'll have to de- dive deeper into that like in another episode, but how was it? It was it was fun. For the most part, the weather was amazing. Um, we didn't get a lot of rain. It wasn't as humid as I normally thought it would be, especially when I right. lived out there. Um, but it was good. Things were a little bit more pricier, like you said. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess it's just they were saying it's kind of like Vegas. Like, you know, if you're mm-hmm. on the strip, things are going to be more expensive opposed to like if you go like 15 or 10 minutes this way, it's cheaper. So. Right. But I mean, hey, we didn't have a car or anything. We do. We, so we, I, I made everybody ride bikes. I, I know. Like, I saw that. I love that so much. I got an alert. It was like, Drew just finished a bicycle workout. I was like, not you working out while in yeah. Miami. Yeah, I made everybody like, let's just get on bikes because we can save money on these Ubers. And so it yes. was fun, though. It was fun. That is some, amazing. Some people really weren't like um the nicest. I don't know if it's just because of maybe they knew like, you know how you know, like, oh, those yes. people like aren't from here. Right. Um, But other than that, it was a great trip. I don't understand why locals are like that because in retrospect, you're literally helping out their city. You're providing to all of their things, you know, food and uh, entertainment, all of that stuff. So I get it that it makes it a little bit more difficult, but it's like, why can't you just be nice to me? Like, I rude. guess it's just like <laughs> West Hollywood, I guess, to like the Beverly yeah. Hills. It just, I don't know. Very true. Very true. Well, I'm so happy that you had a blast and I'm very glad that your birthday month is now over. <laughs> I know. I'm tired. <laughs> yes. And now we're going into the holiday festivities. It's like, I can't believe how fast this year has flown by. Isn't it crazy? It took me by storm, man. Like ever since my accident, I just, I've been kind of like, I'm ready to start new, start fresh. Like that really took me out. Yeah. So yeah, they did come fast, but I'm ready for them. I'm ready to get through them. I'm ready to start a new year. I know you shouldn't rush time. I know. But I'm just saying, I'm just like, gosh, like there's been a lot of different little hurdles and big hurdles that I've had to go through this year. So I'm just ready to nip it in the butt. I feel you on that because I swear it's one of those things that like this year has been a year for like a lot of different people, myself included. Um, I, I just, I feel like a lot of people have endured a lot and it it has to go with like all of the things that are going on in the world and all of that stuff. So I'm also ready for a new year. So cheers to that mate, because we both got our white wine tonight. Um, Mm -hmm. So, of course, just like every other episode, we got to start off with our cheesement of the week. So, um, of course, I'll let y'all go first. So, go ahead and tell me your cheesement. So, my cheesement is no longer gas, you guys. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, we I we beat that about, horse. So we we're beat done. That horse. Gas is going down. It's not as much as low as it should be, but um, the cost of fast food, y'all. Right. Okay. <laughs> 
tell me what tell me your piece first and then i'll tell you mine on that just speaking from personal experience there was this one night where i was out drinking with friends and i wanted like a hamburger but i wanted like if because i don't really eat that type of type of food a lot so right i was like if i go big i'm gonna go home of course and i went to carl's jr and i got me a famous star with with cheese and i just got the whole meal i'm like okay let's just go hard and when she was like 15 83 and i'm like yeah, I'm like, I just got one meal and she was like, yeah, 1583. And I'm like, dang, I remember when this used to be like five or six dollars for right. all this food. And you know, what's crazy too, is that like the meal itself, nothing has changed. The only thing that's changed is the price. It's so wild to me that one meal, you're one person and it cost you, let's just round up $16 for one meal. Yeah. And you know what's funny now? The only reason why I speak on this is because where I work, I kind of go into the fast food restaurants. And now right. when you pay, they it asks you, like, do you want to give a tip? And I Ugh. see that happening a lot more now lately in certain places like um, Juice It Up. They yep. did that. So it's like it's that's starting to be our new like it's starting to become more common. Which is so crazy, because if you think about it in realistic terms that's their job is to put together like they have a line like a a, what do you call that like a process line right (laughs) so you the person who does the cooking then you have the person who does the bagging then you have the person who hands it to you so they're all getting paid and sometimes some of these places i've heard like mcdonald's actually pays like really well in and out pays like stupid amount of money for their employees and it's like no offense or anything you're not a waitress so I'm not going to tip them. Is that, I don't know if that's like, please tell me, is that like shady for me not to tip them? Do you tip them? Um, I, d- I don't tip them. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, maybe once in a great while, like if it, if the, you know what, mostly what I do is when they're like, do you want to round up? Mm-hmm. So if your meal's like five, $5, 12 cents, they'll round it up. Like I'll do that. But right. like, I don't know. I, I, it's so I don't crazy. know. I know. Yeah. I feel you on that. I actually, so speaking of Carl's Jr., a while back, me and my little family, so there's what, three of us total, we went on a road trip to Arizona, and we stopped at Carl's Jr., and it was almost $40 for us to eat, It would like a meal, for all of us to have a meal. It's just, it's crazy to me, because we could have like gone out to dinner at that point, because fast food is not going, like you don't get your own space, like majority of the time, you're just shoving it down your throat in the car, you know what I mean? So yeah. Um, even in and out, I used to be able to go get me, my boyfriend and my daughter all meals and spend like 20 to maybe $22. And so for some reason now, recently, it's been about like 30 to $32. It's, it's crazy how much, um, the inflation has jacked up the prices on so many different things, not just, you know, your typical like, hey, drive through food and not even that sometimes the last time I ate Carl's Jr. I was still hungry after I ate it. I was like, (laughs) I still want more. Like, what was that? (laughs) Give me another one. But yeah, I agree. That is some good cheese may and my cheese may of the week is I have to say this and I know like, this is gonna sound so stupid, but the way people drive nowadays, I literally cannot deal with the way that people drive. Mm-hmm. It literally like gives me the the ick that my daughter will one day drive with these erratic people. Okay, so 
when was it? I think it was yesterday or the day before um, we had gone to gymnastics and we were getting on the freeway and mind you, the the freeway they're doing construction per everywhere in freaking southern california it's like so Mm -hmm. crazy it's like ongoing construction all the time and so we're getting on and um the way that you get onto this particular freeway is you can merge right and so the vehicle either behind you from front of you you got you got to merge to each other right Mm -hmm. well it was more or less like this person wanted to get in front of me but there was just not enough space so it's like they got so mad that they rode on my butt, right? Until we got over. And when we finally got a chance, this person went around me. And it was almost like they were trying to like, give me like that dirty look like, you know, when you look out your window, like the side of your window, and you're like, what are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. And then they almost, they almost hit me because they were looking at me. And I'm like, I don't, I seriously don't understand people because you typically only get one car ahead of you. And then they like, you're at the stoplight together and you're like, way to go. Yeah, got one Mm -hmm. car in front of me. Like, what the hell? I just feel like everybody is in a damn rush. And it's like, okay, for instance, another time that this happened, it was in a Target parking lot. And this person was so eager to like get around me. And we were both going to the Target parking lot. And I'm like, cool, Target's not going anywhere. It's not going to grow legs and just randomly pick up and leave. Like, why are you such in a rush? Do you it's like either they're going into labor, or you got to take a big poop is the only reason that I will allow (laughs) for that to be okay. Because I don't get it. Like, why is everybody in a rush? Everybody's it just it gives me it gets me so mad, especially because what I do for a living, but I just don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I know. Definitely working in insurance made me look at driving in a whole different light. Yes. And it's like, I hate to be that way, but at the, the same time, I feel like I look at it more logically, you know, because I think of it like, well, I'm going to be at fault if I did that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, we I, know I, that. Yes. So I hate when I do it, but I just know the outcome anyways. And it's like, I'm not trying to have that happen or be on my record. So that is my mm-hmm. cheese mate. If you guys all need some sort of advice, be better drivers. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but today we have a super, super good episode. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm really excited about this episode to do. Um, I know that me and you had kind of like gone back and forth on this topic. So um, we're going to obviously, because we are going into the holiday season, and um, which is just, again, it's so crazy to even say that, but I kind of like wanted to talk about the seasonal sadness. And I know that's not like an everyday, like, let's talk about it. Like, oh, this is like a happy topic, but it is a very, very big topic. So um, I kind of, I didn't even really know that there was a term for it. I, when me and you were discussing it and me and another friend were discussing it, um, there's a little, there's an actual term for it. So I, mm-hmm. I, I saw it on the TV and I was like, they were like sad. Like if you're diagnosed with sad and then they were like seasonal affective dis- disorder or something. And I'm like, what, that's something. And I looked it up and yeah, it's basically like around the holidays, like, people get this like if you're I'm assuming like let's say if you have a big this is just an example if you have like a big family and you know that there's just that one person that's going to be there that Mm. you just don't vibe with 
Right. You're already going into the situation knowing, oh, this person's going to be there. So that is just because of the holiday season. It's basically a seasonal effect that you have emotionally. Right. And so little things like that I was looking into that can cause like even even well it's sad so it even it can even make you happy or 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 sad but what it does is it yeah. just changes you emotionally oh definitely i feel like a lot of people go into like these great um these I guess it's depression, a seasonal depression, so to speak, and the anxiety that comes with it. And it makes me sad because I feel like obviously we can't choose our family, right? So at the end of the day, it's like we should be happy to see our family. But in retrospect, it's just not how it goes, you know? And I feel like at this time of the year, in particular, it gets a little bit harder because of those relationships where like you and so-and-so don't get along or like maybe you and this person like just had a fight and now you guys got to see each other. So I feel like it can bring a sense of anxiety is, is that person going to be there? Are they going to show up? Are they not going to show up because of me? I think Mm -hmm. it's just sad also because, um, you know, we only get one life to live and it's, it's almost like, we don't want to be sometimes around people who bring us depression or anxiety. But again, sometimes like we don't have that choice. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's hard. It's really hard. And um, I know that I don't have the perfect family and I know that we fight sometimes. And I know um, I struggle sometimes with wanting to um, have the best, right? Like not of the course. I think what it is is okay for, I'll give you a perfect example. So this year I'm actually hosting Thanksgiving and, um, there is like one room in my house that I really, like, I haven't decorated yet just because I left that as like a playroom for my daughter, but she's now at the age where she's no longer like, she has a bedroom and she could totally play in there. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I've, I haven't decorated that room because I, um, I, I just I want to get all the toys out of there first and then and make big. it right. It's a big space. It's a mm-hmm. combo space, right? It's a dining and a living area. Mm-hmm. And so I now that I'm hosting, it's like this sense of anxiety of like, are they going to judge me because I don't have furniture in there? And I've lived in my home for X amount of days or years at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like this, like you get See? into your yeah, it's like you get in your head and it's when when Thanksgiving is not even about that, it's about, and I always say this to like other people as well. Who cares if your house is a mess? Who cares if you have the top line appliances or who cares if you have a one bedroom apartment, the people who love you will come to your home because of who is in that home, which is you and your family and the experiences and those memories that they're going to make with you. And I am one of those people who need to like get out of my head, but it's hard. It really is hard. No, it is. It does. And it can take effect. Like, you know, I look at my Nina and how successful she's been. And I look at my little sister and I'm like, look at how successful she is. She has a bachelor's, a master's and might even go for her PhD. And then I'm just like here. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you know, like, but the thing is, Mandy, most of her life, she has been in school. Me. Right. I tried school. I tried to be a phlebotomist. As I was trying to be a phlebotomist, I was working at the bank, left phlebotomy behind because I 
just, I hadn't done it in so long. It was like, I felt like I had to go back and do it all over again. And I just continued to work, 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 work. And that's where, you know, I, I'm a worker. Right. I don't have degrees and stuff like that. So when I see Peach her and I'm like, God, like, you know, like, like that's so good that you can get that far. Like you see people right. around you. So nice. I know that in times like this, sometimes that can be heightened because some people are going to see others and be like, God, like, I wish I was like you or, right. you know, like, and then bring that, like, you know, like you said, we all get in our head. Right. And I think that's the hard part about all of it because, you know, holidays is supposed to be about, you know, what is it? Joy and cheer is the number one thing that they say around the holidays, joy and cheer. And what does that have to do with your home or what you have or how much money you have in the, your, the bank? It, does, it shouldn't have nothing to do with that. But I also feel like because of all of the things that happen throughout the year, it gets heightened, like you said, during this time, because it's almost like, well, what did you do throughout the year? And it's it shouldn't be like, hey, I have my health. I have my job. I have, you know, other things, my my family, my friends that I am thankful for. And it shouldn't necessarily be about the materialistic things. We all want materialistic things. Like, let's call it what it is, let's you know? Let's be honest. Right. <laughs> but I want the Bentley in the driveway. That's not going to happen. Well, hopefully it does, but not overnight, not over one year, whatever. But I, I just think that, like, a lot of people also get very um, nervous about who is going to show up. Um, I don't know. Do you have anybody like, for instance, for yourself that you always get like potentially anxious for? Well, it used to be my father, mm-hmm. but now like it, I, the, now I feel like my mom is just, I know that she's going to be here. It's just getting her from LA to here is right. like sometimes can be a struggle. Right. Um, my uncle, he comes and he goes like, I haven't seen him in so long, but the reason why I make such big portions of food, like I cook for like 12 people, yes, 13 you people. you do. Yes. And it, it may only be about four or five of us eating. But what I like is at the end of the day, I can send my uncle home with food, send my mom home with food and know that like they're going to eat for the next couple of days. I mean, of course, not everybody loves leftovers or whatever they like, like that, like, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, yeah. I'm just saying I'm able to send them home with food and just like, that makes me feel good. So right, and that's homemade during, food, right? Like yeah. homemade quality food that you know that you put your time and love and energy into. Yeah, I, I see that. So like as flipping that sad disorder situation from a negative that actually is like a positive for me right. so that is a seasonal effect on my emotions during the holiday then I can see I've been a little bit affected by that because I love I don't even care about eating the thing right. is like I like to go and just see like not like as a creep but I just look around yeah. and be like god like <laughs> everybody's enjoying my food everything's yes. good like it's all worth it in the end because I right. enjoy it so much that's why we are gonna do probably before Christmas we're going to do a um yes. a cooking segment. We have to. We just got to figure out what we're going to make, but yeah, I want to do that. Yes. So when you grew up, did you have like what was your Thanksgivings like? Were they would you say they were dysfunctional or did you have a good upbringing of Thanksgiving? Um from the most part, I would say my Thanksgivings were were good because mm-hmm. my 
my cousins would actually come over with my aunt Julie and we didn't really see her, but for the holidays and stuff. So seeing them was like a a big deal. It was like a treat, even though they knew like our house wasn't the most Exactly. See, functional, yes. like you said, um, but they still would come over and stuff like that. So that was nice. Um, and my grandmother, I would wake up with her like she would be up like at four or five in the morning. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother did everything like from scratch, like literally like we had one of those big tools you'd latch onto the side of the counter. Yeah. And you, you, oh, this, yes, and, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I would help my grandma do that in the morning because she would put that in the stuffing. Like, yes. And it was like so crazy to think like back in the day, our house was kind of bomb. Oh, like we, we had like a double <laughs> oven. I didn't even know that was a big thing. Like, yes, our, our um, our tile on the floor matched the color of our refrigerator I was like okay, we did it okay. so it was it was it was cute yes and I think yeah. that's like it's so crazy as like an adult now you you remember those little things right and it's it's so crazy because like now that I'm an adult now I think of some of my best memories of Thanksgiving or even just like the holidays and um me and my cousin we uh we grew up like really close to each other. We were like 10 houses away from each other. So majority of like, um, big holidays, we were always together. And for some reason, and I, and I don't know why this is, but I just, I love the chaos of (laughs) Thanksgiving. Like, I don't know why I, I don't know what it is. Um, because it's, the rushing around and the smells of all of the smells and like, you know, it's, I can't wait to get this onto the table, but it's the chaos that goes on in a busy home. It's, it's, it's very weird for me because a lot of people don't like chaos, but at the same time for me, it's, it's nostalgia. I don't know why it's, you know, you have all of these people coming in and out of the kitchen and, you know, the laughing and people watching football. And for me, I think that's what it is, is I, I don't care about, you know, some people do the whole production and I love that. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love that. If, if that is what you want to do, but at the end of the day, I love the simple part of it too, which is just the meals being made and the mess that you leave behind. And, you know, we, we all hate to clean up the mess. I get that. But at the same time, it just shows that a family was there. You know what I mean? It's just, it's very weird, but, um, I feel like now since I've gotten older and I don't know why this is, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate. Um, I feel like the holidays have become a little bit harder because, you know, we all are older, meaning my siblings, and we all have our own places. And I feel like it's, it's very much been a like, well, who's going to host? And, you know, you hosted the last three years, so I want to do it this year. And I just, I feel like also it becomes like almost like a, um, I wouldn't say a bragging right, but like, you know, I did do it the last three years or, you know, I, I don't want it to be like that. And I know sometimes that it's hard because again, there's, there's four of us in my family, as far as the, the children go. And, um, I don't know. I kind of want that to be a memory of for my daughter to be like, Hey, we went to grandma's house and we made cookies the night before. And then we had the turkey. You know what I mean? Like 
And I don't know if that is something that can be done, but I do feel like it's always like around the holidays, it gets a little bit of pressure of, you know, um, who's going where and who's doing what and who's coming here and who's bringing what it's like, it, it becomes a lot. So it takes away from the holiday itself. If that makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. it's a part of the chaos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know, and I think that's where, like, for instance, there's four of us, and there's only two of you. It's like you and Mandy, and you and Mandy live in the same home, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's easier for like your your sister. I'm sorry for your mom to come see you and your sister and stuff. But what about Nina? Does Nina come over to your house? She has in the past. Like she has. Like sometimes what she'll do is she kind of splits up her holidays. That's why it kind of works out now because since she's married, she'll go and be with her husband's family on the holiday. And then I'll stay here and I'll host my mom and my uncle and my father and whoever, because what else are they going to do? Right. I think that's amazing of you because you really didn't have a relationship with your father. And here you host him, you know, because I I wouldn't say like, if you think about it, one was the last time you seen him, but you still open your doors to have him for Thanksgiving or the holidays. And I think that's a beautiful thing because, and the reason I say that is because I feel like we have the same situation when it comes to like our biological fathers. I can't even tell you the last time that my biological father ever invited me for a holiday. And I think that it goes back to the seasonal depression or the seasonal sadness because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've, I've done it in another episode where I explained that I don't really have a relationship with him. And, um, you know, we talk to each other here and there, but I can't tell you the last time that he invited me over. And now that I have a daughter, and which is his granddaughter, you would think that he would pick up the phone and be like, hey, Jen, maybe you guys can come this year. I don't know if I would, but at the end of the day, like there's not even an invite. Yeah. The invite would just be nice. Right. I get it. So I applaud you. I applaud you for inviting him over. um, And you, you know, like accepting him in and all of those things. And I I think, I think a lot of it goes back to when I lived in Florida Mm-hmm. And we might get a little bit deep right now, but when I lived with him at that time, you know, mind you, I, he's never taken care of me. So here I am, 13 years old, and they're basically like, here, take care of this child. Like, he, he didn't know me. I didn't know him. Right. And living there wasn't the greatest. He, right. it, it wasn't the, the nicest. I won't go too deep into it, but it just wasn't like this is at home. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So because of that behavior and what I went through when he moved back out to California and he had custody of my, my youngest sister, mm-hmm. they, he asked me, Hey, can we come over and stay for a weekend? Um, because we don't have nowhere to go. And this is when I lived alone and I had the guest bedroom. So I said, yes, of course. And I asked my Nina, I said, look, like they don't have anywhere to go. Like, can we figure something out? And so she was like, we'll give them 30 days. Right. And my dad like kind of like played me and didn't tell me the full truth of something. So my Nina came and she checked in and everything like that. And basically because he things weren't going the way as planned. Right. He had to leave. But 
at that moment when I, when I, I don't want to say had the power, but now I'm like, you're under my roof. Yeah. I was under your roof when you were, you were the head of household and now I'm head of household. And even though whatever we went through, I'm grown now, but now I'm the bigger person. Right. And now I will always be the bigger person. I'm inviting you to come and eat with me and be with me and spend time with me. You know what I mean? None of your other kids are doing that. Yeah. So that's why I always will do that because it's like that you, my mom ain't got nobody, but my, and my sister and who, who does my dad have? None of his kids really mess with him. It's basically me. So it's like, I had to, you, you just have to know, like you're, you know, you're the bigger person. Just put your best foot forward. Yeah. So and I, that's what I'm saying. I applaud you for that because I think that's an amazing thing. I think that it's very hard to break bread with somebody. And when I say that is because when you sit down to eat with somebody, it's like, okay, this is a moment where we're going to talk to each other. And, um, you know, whether or not this is going to go in the direction that I wanted to go and you, you never know. And that's, you know, for me, in my situation, it's hard because he does have another life. He has a whole other family on that side. Um, and I think that it gets me a little bit upset, at least for me on my, like, I try to be the bigger person, like, like how you just said, but it's hard for me because throughout the year, it's like, where, where were you? Where are you? And, you know, I'm just left over here while you celebrate over there with a whole nother family. Um, So when it does come to like the holidays, I'll get that holiday text message, you know, miss you. I hope you're doing well. And again, it adds to the seasonal sadness because Mm -hmm. I know that there's not going to be like, hey, you know, maybe this weekend you can come over and we'll have our own Thanksgiving, you know, Um, or our own holiday or let's exchange gifts for Christmas. It's not like that. So Mm -hmm. I think it's very, very big of you to, um, to show up like that for him because at the end of the day, what is, what are the holidays for? It's for You're family. Right. And you know what? We're, we're getting older and I've, I've learned over the years to take my pride from a 10 to like, literally like to the point where like, I don't even ha- want to even have verbal disagreements or fights with people. That's how like low I am with like just the whole fighting and stuff. And every yes. single season, every single holiday season when my mom came over, there would always be something that would be brought up. And then of course we'd been drinking and everything like that. And she would just go off her rocker yeah. and every, my little sister would leave and I'd just be stuck with her and we would just fight. And I'm like, Ugh, why do we do this every single holiday? Like yes. we don't see you all the time. So why do we always fight? And it's always about like stuff in the past. That's one thing that I've gotten like over, like my little sister, one day she was just like, you know, the way that you fight with mommy and my little sister got emotional and started crying. Right. She was just like, you got to understand, like, after all these years, like, mommy isn't who she was. Right. And so I, I was love like, that you just said that. Can we pause really quick? Because I love that you literally just said that. I and I want to take a moment to to piggyback off of that, because I also feel like that same situation that you're talking about right now is something that is my family 
mm-hmm. but not just my family, but so many families across the United States, across the whole world. In particular, because I feel like this is where we can kind of like, we're the same. Our moms went through a lot when they had had us, right? They are not the same people. They are not. The, the, the things that have happened to them up until now have changed them dramatically. But I feel like there are children that do hold grudges to their parents for things that happened 25 years ago. And it's like, no matter how many times that we fight each other on this, it's, it's not, not going to change that. No, it's not going to change the past. The past has been written. And what we do to move forward is between us, is between how are we going to do this? Why do we keep talking about things that you can cry, you can beat me up, you can say all the most negative things about the parent, but it's not going to change what happened. Mm-mm. And it's almost like if your your parent was to pass and you are to continuously go on just ripping into them all the time. And then when they pass, you're like, I wasted so much time and energy on something that was so dumb, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying, like, I realized, like, and my sister actually said this, like, when we were at a family gathering, she was looking around and she was like, Andrew, like, our family's getting old. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that. And that's one thing why I'm just like, you know what? At the end of the day, my my father may have not been the greatest. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't the worst. Right. But what I'm saying is that's still like, as corny as it sounds like, that's still my dad. Yeah. And just to see that he doesn't have any communication with three out of his four children. Mm-hmm we know who the we know who the problem is right 100%. but i still now that i'm older i have such like a a weakness like mm-hmm. it's just like you know what at the end of the day like you said we only live once and yeah. this is our only father and mom so i'm like let me just provide for you as much as i can and mm-hmm. let's go about our very way and it's sad cuz he'll send me messages like oh this is your uncle he just passed and there's family that i have that i've mm-hmm. never ever met yet i'm right. 35 and Isn't he's that like oh, crazy to think yeah like that you have no passed. idea no idea they don't of them. know who yeah and they may know like of me but they don't know like i've never seen them and that's still crazy i don't mm-hmm. i i don't know how i would even go about starting to seek them but it's just like crazy to know that there's still family like that i haven't met yet right and you could be passing them or you know um a while back somebody had asked me a question um because obviously my last name is very rare right you don't hear it on an everyday basis so mm-hmm. someone had reached out to me and they're like oh so and so they have the same last name as you do you know them and you know i had to stop and i was like i am so sorry this is my last name but i don't know nothing about that side of the family i don't know like, yes, I've met a couple of family members, but again, the last time that I have seen my biological father's side of the family, I want to say it's been 12 years, 12, maybe 13 years. That's sad. That's I a long time, too. A very, that's very a long time. Yes, it's over a decade. And that's yeah. the thing is that's crazy is like the person I was 
10 years ago, not the same person. The person I was 12, 13 years ago, not the same person. And it's just, it's wild to me to think that like, okay, yes, I, I maybe, and that's the thing is I don't really remember the last time. So I'm only guesstimating if how long ago that was. And that's just sad to me because I, that is again, the last time that he has invited me to do anything with that side of the family. So when somebody asks me like, Oh, do you know, so-and-so this, you know, they're from this area. They have the same last name as you. And I'm like, I can't tell you. I have no idea. I have no idea. And I was actually starting to do like an ancestry. And you know, what's crazy is like when you, I don't know if you've ever done an ancestry, but it like asks you numerous amounts of questions. Um, so basically it tries to help you and, and you don't have to know all of the questions. It, it asks you these questions, just hopefully if you did know it'll, it can guide you better. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't, I don't know this. I don't know any of the questions. I had no idea. Um, so it's like, I, I even stopped. I got so discouraged and I was like, yes, I can reach out to my biological father and ask him these questions. But then again, it goes back to like those depressing moments of like, I shouldn't even have to ask this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that like, and maybe that's something that you want to look into because, you know, since you, your side of the family, like you said, you had an uncle that passed and you had no idea who they were. Maybe you should start that. Maybe. I don't know. I guess I'm, now that I'm like, I don't know, maybe if I was younger, but I don't, I guess it's like, since I don't know who they are, it's like. Yeah. Is, Why? You know? Why at this point? For I, what yeah. reason? Yeah, yeah. I see that too. And that's, that's the same mentality I have, but. Again, I feel like also we we go through these habits of not breaking the cycle of our traumatic past. You know, I'll put this into perspective. So my mom, I know she kind of dreads the holidays because of her mom dreading the holidays because of the way that my my nana was um, brought up. You know, she didn't like the holidays either, and I feel like it's very hard because you have these uh, generational turmoil, right? You have all of these things that have happened throughout your, your family members and the grandparents and all of this and that. And it's like, at some point we have to break those and we have to move on and make new memories. And like, you know what? Forget about it. Forget about all of those past years and not being present. Be present now. Show up now. Like, who cares about everything else? Like, like I said, we can't go back in time and fix it. But it's almost like, do like, again, it comes down to a pride thing. I feel like a lot of people are mm -hmm. very prideful. And yeah. that's the shitty part about all of it. You know, that was me. I was that I was that way for a very, very long time. And I mean, I still have some of it in me, but it's not as bad as it used to be like, like stern, like foot, put put my foot down. No ifs, ands, or buts. Now I'm just like, all right, whatever, man. Yeah. Like, I'm not fighting with you no more. I don't have nothing to say. Like, I'm leaving it at that. That's that's how I've gotten. It's just yeah. like, I'd rather not waste my energy. Now I realize and ex exercise this a lot when it when I say less is more, mm -hmm. because now I'd rather look at you in the face and say nothing at all, opposed to like back in the day. <laughs> oh, we would go different from time. sun up, sun up <laughs> to sun down. 
I Man. feel you on that. I feel you on that, Drew, because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm in that same era. I I think that it takes so much more out of you to continuously fight and hold a grudge than it does for you to just either squash it or be like, you know what? Yes, the sun is green. Good for you. You figured it out. Let's yeah. move on. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's certain people who have this ego, like, no, I'm always right. I'm always right. But, and maybe you are, right? Maybe you are. <laughs> <laughs> but like, why do we need to do this back and forth all the time? Especially when it comes to family members, because I feel like what it does is it throws a wrench in your relationship with them because you're always going back and forth, back and forth. It becomes exhausting. And it's like, for what reason? For why do we need to do that? Okay, cool. Like you're smarter than me. Congratulations. You'll win a prize. I just, yeah. I feel like I, I'm in this era now that I don't want to fight with people. And you, you remember, I was a sassy little bean back in my day. Hey, when I tell you, I was ready to fight left and right, whether if it was physically, verbally, emotionally, I was ready to fight. But I remember that one time that I got bum rushed from the back and I had to beat this guy's ass. And then I ended up in the emergency room with my hand broken. And I was in a cask, cast for six weeks and he was just walking around with black guys and bruises. And I'm like, I'm never doing this again. Like, look right. at how I ruined my own self worse than I'm like, and I haven't fought in since because I'm like, you know what? I obviously don't know how my, my own strength obviously can't hit right. Something went wrong to the right. point where I had a broken bone, you know? Right. And so I haven't fought in since then. And mm, good I, for you. Good for you, because I'm going to tell you. I was a little, I wouldn't say like a hardcore scrapper, but I, that was my goal was to like hurt you with words. And I did not like that about me. I, I, that's one of my qualities that I did not like. And a lot of people could say that like when we would fight, like I, I was going to go hurt for your the feelings. jugular. I was mm -hmm. going to hurt your feelings. And you know, I didn't like that. I didn't like when people did that to me. And so why would I do that to other people? Like, it, it's just crazy to think about the way that I used to like handle situations. But again, I get it because you go through these growths, right? You, this is what happens throughout life. Everything is a learning lesson. Okay, cool. Guess what? I didn't like that about myself. I changed it. But I, I did get into a fight with a person <laughs> at, okay. a, at, uh, with my sister. Well, me, I don't know if you know the story, but like, me, my sister, and um, my, my best friend, Darina, we got into a fight in um, the branding iron bathroom. Do you know about that situation? Mm -mm. No. Oh, my God. So it was my sister's fault because she's the, like, well, technically it was the other girl's fault. But anyways, we'll have to tell that story another time. But I remember that I had nothing to do with this fight. And here I am, like, trying to break up the fight, trying to be, like, the peacemaker. And then I ended up smacking some girl in the face and mm -hmm. not even like what I wanted to do. Right. I kept telling everybody, stop fighting, stop fighting, stop fighting. They wouldn't stop fighting. And then one thing led to another, but it's not like you, like you get in a fight and you go home and you're like, heck yeah, I got in a fight tonight. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I agree with you. I feel like it's all about growth and in this era that I'm in right now, like I just don't have it in me. It's either 
we're just going to have to go our own ways, you know, or why fight about it? You know, so I just feel like, yeah, we're definitely in a new era. And I feel like that is that's exceptionally cool for us. But, you know, I did want to bring up like, I feel really bad for people who don't have like their loved ones, you know, um, around for the holidays. I'll give you a perfect example is the lady across the street from me. Her husband is in the military. And um, Mm -hmm. he's away. He actually got deployed. And I kind of feel bad because she is um, by herself and they have two kids at home, you know, and I'm sure, yes, people like because they know that he's gone, that he that she doesn't have, you know, her loved one. Mm -hmm. But I feel bad for people who've like lost people, you know, either unfortunately with, you know, death or um they're gone, you know, either work or the military. So I just, I feel like there's a lot of depressional things that could happen. Is depressional a word? It can be. Oh, I just made it a word. We're just going <laughs> to go on with it. Yes. But I'm just, I'm saying like, I just feel like there is a lot of things to be sad when it comes to the holidays, you know, and um, I had lost this year as well within my own little family. And I feel like there is sometimes like that one thing that always is like the sad part about it, you know? Of course. Yeah. I just think it's hard. The holidays are hard. It can. Yeah. They can be the best times, but the worst times as well. Yeah. I feel, I mean, but the main goal I feel is hopefully everybody just has happiness because there's so much like if I go on my Instagram feed maybe like two weeks ago I couldn't go maybe like three or four squares down without seeing some type of situation going on with the war out I know like and it's like the little kids that I see that are being affected like these little kids are being found under like pounds and pounds of like debris over time and it's like just thinking about like what's going on in another like part of the world and then we're just over here just worrying it's just crazy like just seeing the drone footage of it going over and it just looks like like a movie like everything Uh, is just absolutely everything is just destroyed and it's like how does this community this kind of country come back from this it's destroyed so I just, uh, just, that's why I just stay thankful, man. Just do what I got to do and stay thankful. And at this point, I really believe in karma. Yes. Because karma can bite you and karma can help you. And that's why I'm just like, if I'm ever at a grocery store or a gas station, and if somebody comes up to me and do you have any spare change? The hell, Yes, I do. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you a change because who knows when and you should I'm not hoping or wish like you know I hope something right, nice will happen right. but I'm not doing that you know what I mean like it's right. not one of that but it's just like karma will help you out one day yes and I just that's what I am trying to like just embed into my brain 100% and I think that you 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 really brought up a good point that there are so many bad things that are happening right now in the world and especially over there right in the other country and our own people are being deployed over there to help them out. And it's like, we're fighting over what? Like, 
when I say we're fighting, meaning like our family members, like what are we fighting about? We're fighting about uh, dumb stuff, yeah, right? Exactly. Versus what people are losing. They're losing their lives, their their family members to guns and war and hatred and um things that you are unspeak of, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, come on. I get it that we we want peace and love in our own family, but at the same time, that also comes within, right? Like, what are you bringing to that relationship? What are you doing to add betterness to the relationship? And if it's not working for you, then maybe it's time to take take a break. But at the end of the day, don't don't close the door completely. But there are bigger problems in the world, very big. And yeah. I think that like, it's it's very sad to see that you know here it is going to be the holiday season. And those people, this that's the last thing that they're thinking about right now is the holidays, you know? I just, I, I think that there's so much sadness in the world, you know? Some of the people, yeah, some of them just, like, you know, dread the holidays. Like, oh, my God, here they come. Like, I just want I them know. to be over. And you know what? A lot of the times it might be because those people are alone. I mean, I remember one you know what I've been alone for a Thanksgiving I think I've been alone for a Christmas as well and I still cooked a whole feast because that's what made my ass happy Mm -hmm. and I just stayed in the kitchen and cooked and you know one day one year my Nina came and she ate with me because I was alone but I've spent holidays alone and you know there were times where I can like you know yeah I can go drive down the street and go to my grandma's house and eat with all of them but then it's just like you know what like yeah sometimes when when I lived alone and worked at home alone Mm -hmm. you just get used to like I don't need anybody else you being by yourself and I I think that's a I think and that's a I think that's a big thing that in my relationship Mm -hmm. since it's been the only one that I've recently had Mm -hmm. I think that was a thing like I was so used to like being alone and only depending on me that it was really hard for me to like really depend on somebody else because if I don't want to be disappointed right you know I can disappoint myself like I purchased these shoes and I knew I shouldn't have but I really wanted them and I'm disappointed (laughs) because I did it you did it you did it what I'm saying is like I did that to myself like and I just I, I'm so used to like at the end of the day, all I need is myself. Like yeah. I was good in my studio. Oh yeah. my God. I loved my little studio. Because you and were thriving. I'm, you were thriving. And, like you did that by yourself, Drew. Like right. it was an applaud to yourself. Like look at my little space. This is mine. Yeah, and I'm thankful for what I have been given now. Don't get me wrong, 110%. But at the end of the day, like that was mine. Yeah. And it was just like I don't need anybody else at the end of the day, like where I can literally do this on my own by myself. And that's such an empowering thing. And then coming here and being able to do that as well Mm -hmm. was also very empowering because I never thought I would have something like this. And that's why I'm like, when people say like, where do you see yourself in five or 10 years? alive hopefully but I don't know like I don't I I I don't really like setting goals if I know like I'm not gonna be able to achieve it like I can set a goal like I'm gonna like if I'm gonna really set one like I'm gonna go to the gym Wednesday Thursday Friday 
or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever the case may be. Right. I know I can set that goal and I can achieve it. But right. if you're going to ask me to save $100,000 in two years, Goodbye. not going to happen. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, I just, I already know real- myself. Hey, at least you're realistic with yourself. And that is, that is more than okay because I feel like we should set realistic goals, you know? Um, and that is something that is very big because I'm going to chime in on something you said about you being single. I have a couple of friends who are single and I think throughout the holiday season, it could kind of tap into your like sadness because Mm -hmm. you ultimately are like, okay, I don't exchange gifts with people. It's just my family and like whatever I get from my family is that's it. I don't have that. Like, Hey, I got to go to my partner's house uh, family's house like it's it's nothing like that and I do see that that could be devastating because um, I'll give you an example when I was with the person who was in the military and they were weren't here it was very hard it was very very hard because physically they weren't here but also like I couldn't call him I couldn't be like hey how are you like you know how's your Christmas over there you know because he was in another country and, you know, fighting a war at yeah. that time as well. So I totally get what it's, what that sadness is like, because I have felt that I have really, really felt that. Um, and also I think though, too, is like, it's hard when you have family members that you, it's almost like yeah, you have a relationship with them, but you don't have a relationship, like meaning your, your relationship with them is, is very bad, you know, is very toxic. You talk to them once in a while and then you don't talk for a while. And like, who knows the next time you're going to see them and who knows what they're going to be like the next, I feel like just this whole holiday season could be so hard for so many different people. And in so many different ways though, in so many different ways for so many different reasons do you get do you get sadness around the holidays i mean i don't know like i I mean the only type of sadness i can think about which is just like a petty sadness is just like damn like i see like my friends like buying like really 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 nice like gifts and stuff and I'm just over here passing out bath and body work candles (laughs) but sometimes it's just a thought that counts you know I don't I don't know I don't I don't I can't really I mean the one thing that I can say is when me my mom and my little sister when we lived in Florida and we lived in the homeless shelter I remember we were looking outside of our window and they had put up this big 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 huge um like a crisp like a circus tent and I just remember it was a donation station the holiday donation station and I just remember like it didn't bring me it doesn't bring me sadness but it's just like looking back at that it was like these people are here for us like there was a line down the street for people just waiting to just like donate So that's one memory. Like, even though we were in a bad situation, it, this is like, there's still that good, good can still come out of a bad situation. And even though that wasn't the greatest, but just seeing like, gosh, like all of those people are here to donate gifts for us, you guys, like all of us here. It's like, you know, like I, I, I can say maybe emotions do run, but, um, I don't, I don't want to say I get sad. 
I don't right. want to say I get sad because like right. I said, I provide like meals and like I cook for my family. So I try to turn it into a happy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I don't fight with anymore. And even with my right. mom, it's like, okay, all right. Okay. Whatever you say goes like, right. Let I'm it not be. doing Let this it with be. you. Right. So I'm just, I would say it. I would say, no, I don't get sad, but emotions think, are heightened. I can right. say that. And I think that's a good thing, though, too, is like, because if you think about it, when you were younger, it was sad, right? But you didn't know that at that time because you had all of those people bringing you gifts. And that's why I think it is so important to donate. And, you know, I have done where I've fed the shelter, felt fed the shelters, I have donated and donated and donated and I continuously do that. And I even do that with my daughter. Now we, we continuously donate because there's so many people that are in need, especially during this time right now. But for you, you have only elevated since then, right? Because even though it's just you and your little family, you are still able to provide these amazing meals and mm-hmm. provide whatever gifts you can afford, you know? So you have to think of it as like, you've actually come, you came up, you know? May not be like you passing out iPhones every year, but <laughs> you, <Okay>. you, <laughs> you, you still have, you, you've gotten to a better place. And I think that's the important part is because, and I, I was just telling this to my daughter the other day, it's not about what's under the tree as far as like dollar wise. It's about whether or not that thing brings you joy. Does it make you happy? It could be the simplest things, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. but I, that's, it makes me happy that you don't have sadness because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people that I, um, for instance, I'm going to just say this uh, without saying names, but I have a friend, a a dear, dear friend and who has lost um, their dad this year and I just know that this holiday season is just going to break mm. them so, so hard. And, um, you know, I, I want to be able to be there for them because I know that it's going to bring them sadness. Yeah. And it's it's going to be very, very hard, not just on the one person, but it's going to be very hard for the extended the family. family. Yeah. And I think that's something that people don't really understand is that that one person being gone can actually bring the whole family sadness. And it's about being there for each other and coming together and like, screw it, man. Just let's have a big group hug. Do you like everybody? Does everybody need a hug? Because <laughs> like at this point, you know, like screw the gifts. Let's just love on each other and like pass around freaking compliments and what joy you bring to the family. You know, I feel like everything is such a competition of like, so-and-so got this this year. And it's it when in reality, like, I just want my family to get along because I don't really think that I have sadness. I do get anxiety. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I'll tell you my main issue with my family. My main issue with my family is that we all want to hang out with each other more. And everyone's life is so busy and so chaotic. Um, and I'm one person because I do work from home that I am always like, I want to leave. I want to get out. But I also don't want to do things that like cost an arm and a leg because I'm not a baller. So, you know, I got to watch my coins. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it like, it gets hard, but at the same time, 
when it comes down to it, I do get anxious around this time of the year. Um, only because, like I said, I want to be able to have like, I want to be able to provide the best things when I know that's only me. It's only a me thing. Um, I just, I just wish that like everybody can be happy during this time. And I know that it's not something that is always the thing that's going to end up happening, but that's just how it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta think though, you, your sisters, your brother, you guys are all like doing amazing. Yeah. Thank you. So, I mean, it's like, at the end of the day, like we may have these little qualms or how we feel, but at, like you got to like sit back and think like, at least you guys are doing something right. You guys right. are clearly doing, cause you know, they're always in some families. There always has to be that one. Right. In my family, because my, my mom and my uncle are twins. There was two. <laughs> we got a double whammy. But what I'm saying is like, when you sit back and you think like, okay, everybody kind of has their stuff in order it's like okay well, like we're not that bad we're actually right. okay now it is maybe different when you guys are all together yes. in the same whatever Room. the case may be i don't know and then, and then you got drinks flying and you know alcohol and can and always somebody make can things. say that one joke say that one comment and it's like it goes left but see mm-hmm. i don't fight no more because I broke bones, so I don't fight no more. You know, if if there was one piece of advice that you could give people who potentially have seasonal sadness, what would that be? I would just, I would honestly just sit there and look at the bigger, bigger picture. Just sit there and think about what's what's literally making you sad. Is it because it's getting darker sooner? Is it That's because you've lost somebody? And then once I think, find like once I feel that you found the issue, then I just feel like that would be something that should be worked on. Now I know that's a lot easier said than done, because I think there's even a medication for it now. Really? And I think that's the re- I I think that's the um the commercial I saw. Because oh that's yes. How, because that's how much like it affects people. Like I even was hearing this lady the other day while I was at Juice It Up, and every, I was waiting because it, they I thought they opened up at eight, but they opened up at nine, so I got mm-hmm. there a little bit early. And there was like six or seven cars that pulled up within like five minutes, and we were all waiting. And the lady looked back and she was like, "Everybody's up bright and early because the time went back." Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so everybody was up in Adam and like up earlier than normal. But which I over overheard her said is she said what I overheard her saying was she said, um, I hate this whole time change. She was like, and I was like, in certain states, they don't do this. Right. And she was like, yeah. And she was like, Alaska, it's either night or it's day. But they have the they have the highest one of the highest suicide rates. They sure do. I think Seattle, like it rains a lot. Seattle does. Yeah. Gloomier so, states, gloomier states are very known for that. Sadness. So that would that would be a seasonal affective disorder for sure, right? Yep. Oh, for sure. Like that's like probably the main actual like issue. Like so, I was even like she when she said that it broadened my horizons, and I was like, 
well, I hear like, you know, Seattle's bad. Like my little sister, when she lived in Japan, mm-hmm. she said that there would be a specific lights with different like signs. Yes. Um, let's say check mark is green. You can go X. No, you can't. But then there was another one that she said, which I can't remember what I can't remember what she said, but basically out there, Mm -hmm. a lot of people, they travel through train and a lot of people jump in front of the trains. Yes, it's so sad. She said like sometimes like they would have to get off the train to like stop and wait to get on another train because that's what was their suicide out there is just. Right. Which is again, it's so sad. That's that's the thing. And I'm a very big advocate on on therapy, on um definitely seeking out counseling if you need it because i i had experienced some issues back maybe two or three years and um i had gone to seek out care for mental health and all of that and everybody goes through things at different times and you may have the proper tools to help you through some people are more headstrong than other people but it can affect you in different ways. And I think that it is very, very important that if you are having any kind of thoughts, please seek help. Like there are so many outlets. And if you don't feel comfortable, then talk to a loved one, talk to a best friend, talk to a friend, a colleague for crying out loud. Um, and mm. seek out the care that you you deserve because your life is worth so much. And I feel like people don't understand that there are just these glimpses of, we'll just say bad, right? Of like bad, bad clouds, bad energy, whatever mm-hmm. it is. We all go through that during life. Mm-hmm. It's not forever. I promise you it is not forever and you will get through it, but please seek the necessary help that you need because I'm a huge advocate on mental health and getting talking to a therapist can be life-changing I promise you I agree yeah I I agree I think that that too is like definitely during the holiday season if this is something that triggers you you should definitely seek out the care that you need and um I'm definitely saying that to the people that may feel that right now you're not alone going through this process. There are so many people out there who have this sadness or this seasonal depression and don't feel like you're alone. I feel like a lot of times, and I'm going to say this when I had my miscarriage, um, it was very hard for me to even say that word. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because I was, um, I was sad. It wasn't because I felt a certain way. I just felt like the society, like, Oh my gosh, like, it just like, I don't know why we don't talk about it enough. You know, there are lots of women that go through it. And I feel it's the same thing. If you are going through something, if you are in the season of some sort of depression, please seek the help that you need. That's going to be my third time I said it. So I'm telling you, please, please, please get it. Yeah. But I just have to say too, you know, surround, surround yourself with people who love you. You know, it may not be family. It may be friends and that's okay too. We always are like, Hey, we have to hang out with our family. But I, I'm a big believer of like, sometimes you need to take breaks from people. And if your loved Mm. ones are are on the same page as you, like you guys just aren't vibing right now. You know, sometimes people are on different paths of life. And again, that is more than okay. 
it is okay to take a break from your family members. And if they love you like you love them, they are going to be okay with that break because they will feel like, you know what? Yes, this break is necessary. And Mm -hmm. hang out with some friends, you know, hang out with friends that bring you joy and are on the same vibe as you. That is, to me, sometimes could be the best outcome. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, we make our own little families. Like you have Darina, you have Veronica, you have Mel, um, Jessica. Like, you know, that's like your little, like, even though those are your best friends, like at the end of the day, that's like kind of like your little family. So we all, you know, we all have those. If I left anybody else out, I, it was not intentional. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you know but somebody will get mad. <laughs> those are the only girls I can think about right off the top of my head that I know the most. But yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, times- it's crazy because like thinking about it, me and Jarena used to hang out so many holidays. Like I can think of at least a good span of like maybe seven years that like every Thanksgiving and every Christmas, every New Year's we were always together and it was some of the best times of my life. I'm not going to lie. You know what I really loved is I remember like I was probably still working at express. Mm -hmm. I was young. I had my TC by the way. So it was around that age. And I remember I used to love going to my grandma Margaret's in the morning, Mm -hmm. going there. Then I'm like, Oop, I got to dip out. I got to go to this house. And then I would go to this house and hang out and be like, Whoop. Okay. Sorry. I got to dip out. I got to go to this house. (laughs) I would be at everybody's houses throughout the day. And sometimes I miss that. But now like, Clearly, my second glass, like, I'd be drinking too much. A bitch has to chill. Like, <laughs> you're, you're limited to one location now. I know, so right? make it a good one. Because, exactly, I love that. Make it a good one. Because that is the, that, the whole point of holidays is to have fun. Like, who cares about whether or not you have the most expensive house or the most, you know, expensive dishes or... Like, I just, I want it to be happy, fun, bring what you want. You want to eat a quesadilla, then eat a damn quesadilla, (laughs) right? If that makes your heart happy. (laughs) Like, come on. Like, Mm. who sets the rules here? Let's just have a good time. Love on each other, especially in the way of the world right now. Let's just have as many laughs as we can and call it a day now i want to touch bases i don't know if we're gonna have another episode between now and thanksgiving but i want to know well see you're having a lot of people come to your house this year so you're hosting right so you're not going to be making all of the sides and everything people are going to be bringing those yes right what are you making um so we're actually going to do a try and then it's going to be roasted in the smoker for 19 and a half hours Yes, it is. <laughs> you know Mike way too well. <laughs> okay, so smoke try to. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna uh, smoke try to, and um, I'm gonna actually do. I saw a new recipe, so I'm gonna do think um, which is not in every dish, in every every Thanksgiving dish, but I want to do potato scallops. I just Mom. saw this re- this recipe not too long ago, so I'm gonna try that. Mom. I'm also gonna make stuffing. Uh, my sister hates stuffing, but come on, you have to have stuffing at Thanksgiving. You know, I normally my Nina makes cornbread stuffing, Ooh. but my grandmother 
she used to make the stuffing like in the actual turkey. Turkey, yes. Yeah. See, I only put like onions and like carrots and like mm-hmm. celery and stuff in my turkey. I haven't made the stuffing yet, but I wanted to try that. Yeah. Well, I think, um, like I said, because so each of us are doing things. My oldest sister is doing the turkey. My little sister is doing the honey baked ham. And then all the other family members are just bringing all the other sides. So see, that's cool. See, with me, I'm going to be basically doing Doing everything, which I don't mind it. But like, there's times like where like I would love to have like a big like knitted family. I mean, we ha- we have a good family. I can't say that we are right. quite knitted, but I mean like it it's just very minimal. Right. It's very minimal when it comes to us. Like you know, yeah. you guys have lots of like kids and stuff, so I can see where the love of chaos comes in. Yes, play. yes, there will be tons of kids. So. But it's exciting. So I'm so glad that we got to talk about this, and I'm sure we could have even got even deeper in it. But I'm glad. We at least touched the surface level of it. And again, if you know anybody who is dealing with any kind of sadness, please reach out to them. Give them love. Um, You never know what they're going through or who they're missing during this time, whether it's a loved one or a friend or what the issue is. So please reach out to those and send love and light in their way. Um, I don't know. Any last words, Drew? Do you have anything to say? Just happy. I mean, I know it might be a little bit early, but happy right. holidays, everybody. I think that's going to be my motto, like from here until like New Year's. Because oh, you're ready for holidays. Christmas at this point. You are you are <laughs> Christmas you know, ready. I did, yeah, I didn't really decorate for Halloween. And I feel like I need some happy spirit. And like, even though I decorate by myself, like I'm going to at least have the tree up. That's I'm right. going to at least get there. But that takes me like six hours. <laughs> well, if so, you need a friend, call me and I will, you know, help you. I know that you are the chief in charge, but just feed me food. Give me wine and we will have a grand time. <laughs> oh, my God. You need to write that down. <laughs> Say it again. I don't remember what I said. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Well, I love you. Yes, I love you guys all. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next one. Peace out. Bye, guys.